The Apartment Rebellion will not be televised. Resident experience will be more than a buzzword. Staff experience will finally matter. It's happening right now. It's in the hands of the doers, the innovators, the boundary pushers, who are moving the industry forward, just like the people on this show. This is the Apartment Rebels podcast, hosted by Flamingo CEO Jude Chi. Welcome, friends of the rebellion, and may the force be with you. Welcome, Jessica. So for our last interview of the day, as part of Flamingo's Apartmentalized uh, Top Leadership Series, we have Jessica Ibebeck from TriCap Residential Group. So welcome. We'd love to talk to you about employee engagement, the great resonation, and then how to really drive retention uh, for staff and on-site teams. So welcome. We'd love to learn more about your background in multifamily and then learn a little bit more about TriCap as well too. So welcome. Well, Jude, thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, So yeah, I started in multifamily Mm -hmm. in college actually. So 17 years ago, Mm -hmm. I grew up in this industry and and did all operation roles Mm -hmm. on site uh, and then moved into a corporate suite job with regional role and then into a training role. Oh wow, so you actually Uh, started in college. I did, I did. So I started leasing right away Mm -hmm. as I was in college. Um, and was so, it like part-time for your was, college or was it for like a different company? It was part-time. Yeah, yeah it was part-time for a student housing company. Mm-hmm. Um, back then it was GMH Properties is what the company yeah. was called. So so yeah, it was work for your rent actually. Mm-hmm. So it worked when you were in college, nice. <laughs> right? So, uh, so yeah, so I started then and just kind of got stuck in the industry and yeah. loved it ever nice. since. I actually spoke with someone earlier that did the same thing. Really? But they mentioned that it's actually now illegal that they can no longer do that to have mm-hmm. someone like work for rent. You actually have to pay people. Yes, that's very true. I, didn't <laughs> yeah. expect, I just moved actually our oldest off to college yeah. first time last weekend. And I'm like, go get a job at your apartment community. It'd yeah. be great. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. So that means you love the industry. I did. Yeah. I, do. I, I do. I still do. It's something that I still talk about my experiences, mm-hmm. you know, back then to, you know, just 10 years ago, five years ago. And yeah. Even you know a year ago so so was it something that you had thought about growing up or was it just something you fell into when you went to college yeah I don't I don't think a lot of us don't yeah. you know we don't say you know I want to be a property I'm manager I'm trying to find that unicorn of that person who's like when I was five years old I, I met a property manager and I fell in love with the profession and that's what I wanted to be I so like everyone just falls into yeah. it but, and, this, and they stick around they do yeah, yeah no I when I was little I always wanted to be a teacher yeah and and so look at that's what I'm essentially doing now yeah. is I get to share my knowledge mm-hmm. and learn from others in my current role. Yeah. So it's something that I love that what I'm doing and I'm yeah. doing what I wanted to do as a child yeah. in some way. So uh, yeah, I, yeah, I fell into it when I was yeah. in college, but I'm I'm living the vision of what I had yeah. as a child. So it's great. So then for people that don't know, what does training and development in property management entail? Like what does that actually mean? Yeah, you know, I think we all have similar stories where either we fall into it mm-hmm. or, you know, we know somebody in here and just getting that opportunity, we may not know what we're getting into. Mm-hmm. And so having that capability of getting the opportunity to learn new things mm-hmm. is what's going to help everybody grow and so training can mean different things to I think all of our team members Mm -hmm. so it could be um, mentoring them in some experiences or in new systems it could be getting them 
into other, you know, let's say the local associations mm -hmm. and putting them in some of those classes. Um, there's even a lot of just outside industry trainings, especially with today. Yeah. There's so many other like development, like skill classes mm -hmm. that are out there on how to network yeah. or customer service. And it may not be related mm -hmm. to property management, but they still get that yeah. those nuggets of information and they can apply it to their day to day. Yeah, because service across any industry is very much similar. It's like make the customer feel great, make them feel welcome, make them yeah. feel like they've made the best decision, whether yeah. it's purchasing something or deciding to live in whatever building. Yeah, right? how do they feel, right, when they're in mm -hmm. like the customer experience. Yeah. I personally can say that I love Disney, mm -hmm. and so I always relate things back to yep. Disney, which yep. always talks about the experience yep. for those people coming and, mm -hmm. and why do they keep returning to Disney. Yep. So, yeah. So and then outside of those, like, um, I don't want to call them softer um, skills, what are some of the core things that are relevant specifically to property management within learning and development? Is it learning like all the different real estate rules? Like what does that look like for team members? Yeah, I think you're always going to get that compliant training. Mm -hmm. So that's like your fair housing, your sexual harassment, yeah. diversity. Mm -hmm. You're always going to have that, those staple training for yeah. your team members. but. You know, I think the next level will be mm -hmm. all of those soft skills that mm -hmm. we were just speaking about. And then even a step further is going to be talking about your core values mm -hmm. and your policy and procedures and building that into and yeah. customizing it even um, into your training routine. Mm -hmm. And the more you're putting that training in front of your your employees or mm -hmm. your team members, the consistency in it, the more that it's going to be retained yeah. and used in their day in day. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and then at up how do you all approach training? You mentioned that sometimes you use like outside, uh, like service-based like courses. Do you guys do something different than other people or is it pretty standard? How do you go about like implementing like employee training and development? Yeah, I think one of the unique things with TriCap mm -hmm. is our team members are 100% remote mm -hmm. and we're oh, wow. in several different states mm -hmm. so how do you get a consistent message right yeah. with your training and making sure people are getting mm -hmm. all the information that they need so there's a few different pieces to that there's you have a point person mm -hmm. leading training right yeah and in that though it's an all hands on deck you know with HR mm -hmm. with a mentor or a peer-to-peer -peer program with training yeah. the on-site team knowing that there's this new team member and embracing them and mm -hmm. welcoming them and so in that training program then everybody's got an assigned piece and part into it mm -hmm. and they're assigned you know scheduled times and days that they're meeting with that new hire yeah. and giving them that information so I think the the unique piece like I said is we're remote but we're giving them mm -hmm. all of that information in that roadmap yeah oh, wow. at the beginning yeah so and then how do you guys measure like the effectiveness of like learning and development yeah, so in our LMS that we use, we are able to quiz our team members or they take these quizzes. And so we have a certain score that we want to see that mm -hmm. they're passing on. Uh, and then of course we can track in our LMS yeah. if they're compliant, meaning how, you know, are they up to date on their courses? Oh, wow. and, and sometimes we're not, we fall behind, mm -hmm. we get busy, but it's a matter of staying on top of that. And yeah. so we'll, 
come in and we'll check it on a monthly basis and send out those <laughs> reminders. Even though they get the automatic reminders already from yeah. LMS, we'll come in and remind them as well. So that way, hey, take that time, you know, schedule an hour later <laughs> this afternoon and just please, you know, go go check this out. Yeah. Um, and then we also do like Tuesday tip type <laughs> of things. And these are very microburst. I think <laughs> that's the key when it comes to training. We lose that, that sense of, you know, focus because <laughs> there's so many other things coming at us. Yeah that it's all about giving them those quick pieces of nuggets of information. Yep. So five minutes, 10 minutes of whatever takeaway. So mm -hmm. we created a YouTube channel where it's oh, our wow. Tuesday tips. And yeah. so every Tuesday we'll roll out a new Tuesday tip mm -hmm. and we'll send, send out the link. Us. But now any new hire coming in, they can go to that oh, YouTube like channel and they'll have a whole library of just yeah. quick microverse, quick takeaways on oh, how to do something awesome. in Teams or yeah. how to do it in Outlook. And it just makes it really easy. I so, love that. And yeah. that's something that could easily translate into the same thing for residents. It's like, hey, here are some quick maintenance tips on how to fix common issues as well, too. Absolutely. That's yeah. exactly yeah. how to do, you know, plunging a toilet, mm -hmm. you know, the, those basics. It's, yeah, a yeah. quick takeaway. So I'd love to learn a little bit more about like TriCap, like what makes you guys awesome? Yeah, so I would definitely have to say it's our, our company culture. So mm -hmm. like I mentioned, we're all in different areas like and remote. we're remote. And how do you get company culture mm -hmm. when you're not together? So we still do like quarterly offsites with each other in mm -hmm. person and we do those team building experiences uh, but we do so we live and breathe in teams mm -hmm. so we're on camera yep. we do we also do or we practice an EOS system mm -hmm. and with uh, EO, what's EOS yeah so with EOS that's a yep. great question so with EOS it's the way that we form our meetings and topics of conversation mm -hmm. and so it's it's a whole template of we start our meetings with a segue so mm -hmm. we talk about a personal and a professional Professional, hmm. you know, win of the week. Yeah. And so we can I stay connected personally and yeah. professionally. And then we move into our next topic, mm -hmm. which will be like our scorecard, where our metrics that we have in that yeah. meeting that we're talking about. And then we go into IDS, which mm -hmm. is like issues that we want to solve in yeah. today's meeting. Um, and then we'll sign to do. So we're always walking away with a to do and it's got yeah. a date on it. And the date's typically like a week to yeah. get this solved. So you don't walk out of a meeting feeling like, what oh, did we what just, just do? Happened. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but we just that. get done. So. Especially for like, yeah, like we are also remote and I love like that. Part. Yeah, yeah. So and then it sounds like the pandemic really didn't impact your team coordination or how did the pandemic impact you guys since you were already virtual? So yeah, yeah. so we we had this vision of going virtual 100% mm -hmm. remote. Oh, Pri so we guys like um, in person pre-pandemic? We then? were, we were. Yeah. Prior to the pandemic, we were. And we had this vision, we talked about it. Mm -hmm. But what happened is when the pandemic occurred, mm -hmm. it kind of escalated. It was like, oh, it's, let's just do let's it. Let's do yeah. it now, right? So, so we did it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with any new change, there's bumps in the road mm -hmm. and it provided us to look and find new opportunities. Yeah. And we're making it work. We're finding that numbers, mm -hmm. our, our numbers are performing. Oh, we're wow. meeting our metrics that we put in place. And we're also reading the data. You mm -hmm. know, the data that we find is that our customer, they don't want, you know, in-person interaction, mm -hmm. especially when COVID was happening. Yeah. They wanted to buy on their own. They wanted yeah. to see things self-guided. They mm -hmm. wanted the virtual. They didn't want some in person. Yeah. So we accommodated to what the buyer was wanting and it was working and it still is working to this day. And what now coming kind of a little bit out of that pandemic, mm -hmm. we're, we're adjusting. And 
And I think mm-hmm. this will always be something that we're fluid with and we're yeah. adjusting with to what the customer wants, just like on our employee experience, mm-hmm. what our employees want. We're going to be listening to that. And yeah. so we've adjusted slightly and meaning we're still remote. Mm-hmm. We're still allowing those self-guided and now we're kind of dipping our toes back in and we're creating yeah. those hybrid schedules to allow from some on-site person-to-person interaction as well. So when you said you guys are remote, so that included the site teams. I didn't like, quite appreciate that. I was assuming it's more like the corporate team. Yeah. So your site teams are actually remote as well. Yeah. So oh, wow. the only exception of, you know, non-remote is our, our maintenance team members. Mm-hmm. They have been our front line and mm-hmm. the heart and soul of our company with going through all of this because they're wow. still do, doing the turnovers and the yeah. work orders and they're still handling that. What we did that was shifted and made hybrid schedules mm-hmm. and also did kind of staggered shifts so that we yeah. weren't having everyone on top of each other at the mm-hmm. same time when it came to our, our service team members. So then how are you guys able to do that from uh, the site team perspective? Like how are you able to offer the same level of service to residents if they can like come downstairs and talk to the property manager. Yeah, I think it comes all down to your technology. Mm-hmm. So I would say that TriCap's a very technology forward mm-hmm. company. Um, and of course, we're always embracing the new technology that's out yeah. there. It's seeing what is coming out and trying it. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the technology comes communication yeah, and using those communication channels. Your residents want different forms of communication. Mm-hmm. It's not always the email. Maybe yeah. it will work. It's the text messaging. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, the automatic phone calls, it's the email. So giving them that consistent communication. And Mm -hmm. of course, you've got your social media market, your network. Um, So all of those is what's helped us Mm -hmm. stay in touch with our residents. And they know, too, they've got different avenues of communication with us. And we have to be responsive. And if we're not responsive, that's then, you know, to your question, that's when it becomes an issue of delivering to our resident. Because, you know, really, when they're not getting answers from us, that's that's when they want to go down to the office and talk to somebody. But if we can be responsive and mm-hmm. quick to them there's yeah, no need for them to come down to us yeah. we'll handle everything they need at the convenience of their fingertips yeah so so just had a previous guest and we spoke about the future being that it's more of a hybrid model even for the side teams because frankly before this i hadn't heard of anyone that has like a fully virtual model for side teams so looking at that flexibility has this impacted retention for you all compared to like the greater industry yeah so our retention is extremely high when it comes to our team uh i our our office team so that's essentially our sales managers and our engagement managers those are the ones that are you know handling the prospects getting yeah. those leases and then engagement handles our move-ins mm-hmm. and our resident experience that is doing really really well yeah. service or maintenance mm-hmm. i think you know we all struggle with finding yeah. our team members there and so we've done good on our service side mm-hmm. it's been when we are you know acquiring new properties mm-hmm. and trying to get those service team members to come Makes on enough. so that's where we've we've ha- we found challenges in finding people mm-hmm. um, so we've definitely started to get experimental and try new things get creative yeah. so those are your career fairs and you know mm-hmm. branching into your your local you know universities and mm-hmm. trying to get in contact where we can find more talent it's yeah. not necessarily talent that comes with experience yeah. but people okay. that are interested in getting into our industry and, and 
learning and we can develop. Yeah, Yeah. we're happy to put them in that training and get them certified, get them their designations and make them grow or help them grow. So So then from the site teams that have that flexibility, like what has been the feedback from them? Is it something they like, they enjoy, or are they missing like the in-person? Like what has that looked like and how are you all measuring that? Yeah, I think it's a mixed bag though. Mm -hmm. I think it comes down to the person. So Mm -hmm. we also use um, CI, Mm -hmm. so Culture Index. And so it's a way where we can know people's Mm, traits and you have the right people in Mm -hmm. the right seats. So they're really made for the job that they're doing, right? And if they're not made, we can see that by their, we we wouldn't put them in a role Mm -hmm. if they weren't made for it per their their traits and qualities that they have. So that said, um, those that have very high social Mm -hmm. in their their CI or their culture index. Yeah, they probably wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. they struggle a little in that remote because they want to be with people and Mm -hmm. people fills their buckets. Frankly, that's me. I love to be around people. So this is something that I have to work on that where, you know, if I I am in a remote schedule, Mm -hmm. this type of setting of being, you know, at NAA, it's refreshing, right? It gets me around people. And that's how, you know, we have to make sure that we're conscious of that. And that's where I mentioned we'll do quarterly off sites Mm -hmm. or team building. We'll we'll do a team lunch on site where we may not be working on site all Mm -hmm. the time, but we're going to coordinate a team lunch on site and we're going to do that together or some type of activity where mm-hmm. they're safe and they can do some type of team building experience together. On the flip, you've got people that are loving this and they're mm-hmm. embracing it and they're thriving in yeah. this environment. And we see that and we hold that in our metrics. So mm-hmm. we're, we're measuring what our sales look like. Mm-hmm. We're measuring our retention and retention okay. is high right yeah. now for mm-hmm. us. So um, we're measuring um, work order satisfaction. Mm-hmm. We do satisfacts and we get those satisfact scores. And yeah. so we see the feedback. We look at reputation management. Mm-hmm. So he, seeing all these numbers to help us do our measurements, yeah. we can see what is working. Mm-hmm. And then if there are areas that we need to pivot yeah. and finding those solutions to pivot. So. Wow. so then looking at what the future looks like for you guys, is this a model you think you guys will continue? Would you guys do something else? And then what can other property management companies learn from you all? Yeah, so I would say you know, it's it's working some swimmingly mm-hmm. right now. There's always going to be areas for improvement. Mm-hmm. Nothing is perfect. Yeah. So, I think we have to always be flexible and adaptable to what's happening. Yeah. The key, though, is listening to mm-hmm. what our employees are saying. So, we do pulse surveys on mm-hmm. a weekly basis. So, we're getting that feedback and asking those questions. Yeah. And we don't want to ask if we're not going to do something with it. Mm-hmm. So we have to be taking that information and creating those actual items. Yeah. So we're always going to be hearing what our, our people are saying. And if we need to pivot again, then that's what we're going to be doing to make yeah. sure that we're thriving in this. Um, so again, I think the key is listening to mm-hmm. what, what people are saying. So I can't say this is forever a model for yeah. us. It's working. But it's worked so far. And it's keeping our people safe. Yeah. And then, so kind of bringing back the learning and development, how does learning and development impact retention? And how do you guys measure that? Or how do you think about it? Yeah, so one of the surveys that we've done, we've asked, um, you know, what what do people want? Do they mm-hmm. want more pay? Which I think mm-hmm. we all kind of want more pay, yeah. right? So <laughs> do, they, do they want more pay? Do they want the free food? Mm-hmm. You know, do they want the social events? Or do they want, you know, special projects? Mm-hmm. And special projects can be, you know, training opportunities, mentoring, yeah. these type of things. And we received significant feedback that our people want 
the special projects. They mm. want the recognition, the, yeah. the awards. And so with that, you know, we're giving those opportunities where we're, we're finding those people within our company mm -hmm. that really want to take those next steps or those next opportunities yeah. within the role they're sitting in. So we've created, you know, our mentor program mm -hmm. or our peer-to-peer -peer training program with that. Um, we're, we're putting them in, you know, committees or groups mm -hmm. within our company where they, they have a seat at the table and they're having those voices. Yeah. When we can do that, our people are feeling valued. They yeah. feel appreciated and they want to continue to grow with mm -hmm. us where, you know, maybe they're not looking outside yeah. because they're, they're, they're contributing to mm -hmm. what's a greater cause and they're, they're a part of that. They're yeah. part of the change and they're feeling it. So. So it sounds like you guys focus a lot on like development and then promoting like internally. One thing I've heard from a lot of property managers and regionals is that to go from being a property manager to a regional, typically you have to go externally and then come back because a lot of times your own company doesn't want to take a chance on you from the property manager side to the regional role unless you have experience. So I try that you guys focus uh, very much on those internal promotions or how do you guys think yeah, about that? Yeah, why? Why does that have to happen, yeah. right? No, look at we, that's exactly it and I could give you, this just happened even a week ago. Mm -hmm. We we had, what was a sales manager, so mm -hmm. they were on the sales side and she raised her hand and she's been asking for those special things mm -hmm. and we know with her CI, yeah. she's got a visionary mm. trait and so yeah. that puts her in a leadership quality yeah. and so she's been coming to us and knocking on the door of these extra opportunities mm -hmm. and so we've been talking about our accountability chart mm -hmm. the restructuring the way that we're and so we talked about you know will yeah. we always be this way who knows what will be but yeah. we're growing and so in our growth that means we have opportunities for positions mm -hmm. and so we're we've it's like a regional role that we've now created it's like a we call it an assistant director role yeah and in that assistant director role she was the one that we looked at and we were like, oh, she's wow. ready for this. Why? She knows our company. She mm -hmm. knows our core values. She knows our core processes. She knows our team and she she knows our systems. So she she's the best fit. Why would we look outside when we've got that potential right yeah. here? We're gonna set her up for success and we're gonna career path it. We're mm -hmm. gonna put these things in front of her. So different classes, different other opportunities, mm -hmm. whether it's again, training or putting her in um, well, we brought her here. This is her first time at NAA, oh, actually. Really? So this is a great opportunity for her to take that next step, yeah. meet new people, learn new things. Mm -hmm. And so this is another great way for her to grow into that role. So, yeah. yes, we're very much fostering within so people can take those opportunities within our company. That's awesome. So if I'm a site team member and I am looking to get into a leadership role or get to another stage, like what do you recommend I do? Yeah, so, so no, one's raising a, my hand. no one's a mind reader. Yeah. No one is, right? And I, I'll say this to my kids. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on. You got to tell me what's going on. Yeah. So it's the same thing with our, our team members. And I tell that to them consistently in our mm -hmm. town halls and our, our state of the company. If there's something that you need or you mm -hmm. want to do, let us know. You know, yeah. go to either your direct supervisor, reach out to me, mm -hmm. reach out to your HR team. We've got so many different avenues you could go to say something where yeah. you're like, hey, I'm really interested in this or I want to try this. Yeah. And you're going to have the support to take that next yeah. step. We want we want our people to to fly and yeah. jump and take that opportunity and they may not succeed and that's okay mm -hmm. because 
because failure is what's going to create them yeah. in learning those mistakes and it's okay to fail yeah. it's okay and we are comfortable in saying that it's okay yeah. to fail because that's where you're learning and growing mm-hmm. so and i love that i guess i feel that as like a cultural element yeah. yeah so thank you so much jessica this was awesome thank so you. jessica even thank back tricap uh, residential so thank you for being on thank you for having me this yeah. was a pleasure yeah. Yeah. Perfect. appreciate it